to have you here for our very first episode where I figured the best thing we could actually do is jam a little bit about my story and what has me be here and particularly highlighting transparently uh, the challenges and the journey along the way. I think often we talk about vulnerability and I'm all for that but I'm all actually for transparency and just being really real and honest about what it's taken and the challenges I met along the way to get to this point where I live a life with purpose, impact, meaning, with an incredible relationship and incredible abundance and it wasn't actually that easy and there were many, many hurdles. So in this episode, I am just sharing a little snippet of what has been being here, my journey from going from a lawyer to a coach and the identity crisis and process along the way. So I hope this episode gives you an access and as always, if you have questions, please just reach out on Instagram and let me know. Enjoy the ride. Okay, so first things first, just setting the scene, I am sitting in my beautiful apartment in Wanaka, New Zealand, and I'm really excited by this moment because it's been a long time brewing. For a long time, a lot of our clients and audience have asked for a podcast, and I've just been discovering you know, what I want to bring and speak into more. So Firstly, it's exciting to have you here and thank you for your patience. If you are one of our beautiful clients or amazing part of our community who's been waiting for this moment. I wanted to start the podcast with a little bit about my story and what has me actually be here. I always think it's so incredible to hear people's story in a really authentic, transparent way. And that gives us an access to what could be possible for ourselves. So I hope I'm going to bring as much transparency as possible to my own journey and the hope that it does inspire and expand you. And so I don't want to do this in chronological order because that could take a while, but I want to highlight a few key moments for me that really had me get to this moment where, you know, I'm leading an amazing multiple six-figure coaching company with the love of my life, living a freedom-based lifestyle in the incredible Wanaka making a massive impact, which was so, so, so huge for me. So I'll transport you four years ago when I'm sitting in my cubicle as a corporate lawyer and I've been working in the role for a couple of years and, you know, in all honesty, I'm, I'm kind of good at it, but I know deep down I'm really, really not happy with the path that I've chosen. And in fact, it got to a moment where we were standing at the printers and one of the younger junior kind of summer clerks actually said to me, Bryony, you know, why did you choose becoming a corporate lawyer? And in that moment, I really reflected and thought, you know what? I didn't really choose this. I don't remember ever consciously actually choosing this path. And that was really confronting for me to get. And I think if you're someone who perhaps has, you know, followed what's expected of you or what you think you should do or what everyone else is doing, that may resonate and be true for you too. And so that was a pretty confronting moment for me to really look at how did I actually end up here, which was also liberating, right? I had ticked all the boxes I thought you were meant to tick after university. I had unconsciously kind of gone into a career that followed what's typical in my family around professions and my dad was a lawyer and while so much of it seemed like my choice I think when I really boiled it down 
I don't know if a lot of it was. It was subconscious and it was just our programming and conditioning by what we're growing up in. And so I had it all by society standard. I had a successful job. I had a partner at the time. We had a beautiful apartment in Auckland City. And so I ticked all these boxes that I thought were going to make me happy and I wasn't happy. I was really amazing at wearing the I've got this all together, I'm fine mask, which I call a mask because it's fake, right? And it's inauthentic and it's not true and it's not transparent. And I was really good at wearing that. And I didn't really let people get close to me. I like to keep my self and my challenges to my chest. And in fact, I don't even think sometimes I was honest with them with myself, right? And so, yep. I had it all, but I really had nothing. I felt completely, I felt really lost. I'd spent so long studying. I had a massive loan and I was like, I don't know where I want to take this, but I knew deep down, way deep down that I was here to create so much more. I'd always had a real passion and love for impact and transformation and something greater for humanity. My mum and I went to Cambodia when I was 16 years old and that completely transformed my life. I'd had this whole experience of contributing to something greater and really getting perspective on who you are and how your life can be a contribution. And that is what actually led me to do law. And unfortunately, I didn't follow a humanitarian path. I ended up in the corporate path you know, by default, not designed as I just created. And so I had this desire to make an impact. I didn't know how to manifest that. I didn't even know how to start. And all the options I was looking at was so lateral, like, you know, some consulting here or going in-house there. And every time I went to kind of follow those, I knew, I knew deep down. And in fact, I applied for a whole bunch of those different types of jobs and I actually got rejected. And I was so surprised because I had done an LLB with honors and I had worked at this top tier firm and I was like surely I'm a great candidate for these types of lateral moves or lateral hires but you know I'd get close and I'd get interviews and then I wouldn't get these jobs and now I know that every rejection is a redirection in the moment I didn't know or trust that Um, I was just kind of pulling my hair out with why is this happening and so I decided that it was actually time to get some support. I was kind of sick of figuring out things on my own. My mum had actually asked me to go to a personal development seminar that she had been to. And, you know, I was quite triggered. I was quite activated by that. I was like, I'm fine. I don't want to dredge up all the past. I had divorced parents and I was still, even at this point in what was the recovery of a nine-year eating disorder. So, At that point, I would have said I was recovered from the chronic part of the disorder. But what I didn't realize yet is that I had so much more healing to go in that sense. And I got to a point around my eating disorder that was like, okay, well, it's not bad or, you know, I'm not binging or purging anymore. So that must be okay. Like I said, what I didn't realize was there was so much more healing and freedom in my body and possibility and freedom and love and reconnection with food that I couldn't even imagine was possible at this point. And that's what's really massive about this work is 
we often can't even think about what could be possible because we're so in what is and we're so in our programming conditioning of what we've seen or you know we hit these upper limits of what we think is possible for our life so for me I didn't really think about having a business or a freedom-based lifestyle or even that healing with my body and my relationship with myself those weren't things that I was walking around thinking I could create I had a very limited perception of what I could create with my life and so when mum invited me to do this seminar it was through the landmark worldwide education I went along I went along on my own I was terrified I thought it was fake I was like how is everyone so happy and my journey began right and I did this I did actually their entire education and I was still working as a lawyer and every weekend warrior personal junkie just going to these seminars and one after another I started to crack open and really discover who I was at my core and how I had ended up in this exact place that I was right now. From that point, the seminars were, you know, so much transformation. I'll do another podcast about all of the trainings I've done because I've done hundreds and I've spent hundreds of thousands on my own development. And I would love to give them the justice and the respect that each of them deserve. But it was actually a point when I hired my first coach. So I'd done some of these seminars. I started cracking open some of these things and really looking at my life and really bringing more awareness into my life. And it was really challenging. I think that's, you know, one thing with personal growth is that you get to look at all these places you've been hiding and avoiding. So me uh, convincing myself I was okay around my food and body, you know, my relationship, my career. And really, as I looked at these and I broke these down piece by piece, is like you then have to take action on them, right? And that's why I think so many people avoid looking at these things in their life because it's scary. And we're like, oh gosh, the moment I admit, then I am responsible and then I have to do something about it. But what are the choice? For me, it's a matter of what are the choices there actually than to live a life of avoidance and convincing and justifying and not your truest and highest expression. So I think that's a huge thing is that yes, these seminars and workshops and the programs we provide give you an access and then you have to have and gain that courage to take action on them. And so during this time, also hired a coach and they really helped me personalize this whole experience. So the seminars were amazing breakthroughs and then a coach was really gave me an access to personalize like, hey, here's where you are, here's where you want to be. And really that get me that process from A to B. And when we did this exploration together, there were a few options and coaching kind of popped up as one of them. And for me, that was like a wild card. Like I said, I never thought I was going to run my own business. Yes, I want to make an impact that didn't have to be through my own business. I don't consider myself to be like a, I think some people have like a natural born entrepreneurial spirit having hung out in the business world for a while now. Uh, I was a lot more safe and secure than that. And so when coaching came up, that gave me this permission of like, oh, wow, okay, I'd never fully computed that I could do that. And that was really exciting and terrifying. And so, you know, I started a little MVP, minimum viable product, which I tell everyone to do when you've got an idea because we go like a million steps ahead and think of when we have to resign and all that stuff, but actually just start with where you are. And so I ran these little workshops in downtown Auckland in a cafe, which now is quite funny thinking that I did that. Some mornings would have three people. Some mornings would have 40 people. Again, funny that I used the cafe and and they loved it. They were super supportive. And when I started these, I was terrified and it was all around, you know, your why and your purpose and reflection. And it started bringing to you the young corporates and making some of what I've been doing in these rooms in Australia and America and beyond 
normalized and mainstream and really create a safe space for these deeper conversations around who we are and what we want to create with our life because so many of us were pretending and we were so confused and so lost and there wasn't really a productive empowering space for us to look at our lives and so that's what these workshops were and they really grew from there they there were over 400 people went through this why wednesday breakfast workshop and i had so many more ideas of where i wanted to take people to and all of this and so you know from there i did more trainings i was still working as a lawyer this whole time so i did more trainings my own coaching trainings neurolinguistic programming trainings all sorts of things but i discovered my own creativity which was designing out these programs and these processes because obviously i had the left brain analytical brain and so i got this massive surge of creativity around designing transformational programs and processes for particular outcomes and so the first one we built was for young professionals was really looking at that full awareness element of like, who am I? How do I end up here? What are my human needs? What are my values? What do I want to create with my vision? And I think, you know, reawakening who they already were, but also recreating and redesigning. And so that was really successful. Those programs had men and women at that point. I particularly work with women now. And then, you know, everything took off from there and Untapped was born and the journey began. To coaching right and within six months I made a decision to actually transition out of law that time was extremely challenging again I'll do another podcast on the actual transition and how I, people are always fascinated with that how I manage that how much money I had all of those things so I will do another podcast episode on that for you because it was an extremely challenging time I had loved certainty and safety my whole life and this was the most unsafe thing I'd ever done <laughs> But I knew, I knew deep down that this was where I wanted to go with my life. I had felt the impact of our mahi and our work. I'd felt the connection. I'd felt the most on purpose and in alignment of all of my values and all of my strengths that I had ever felt in my whole life. And I knew deep down this was it. This was the thing I wanted to do. And again, you have to try something small to experience that feeling. And when you feel that feeling, it's like, boom, alignment is just an incredible feeling where everything aligns, right? Your values, your strengths, your unique vision, all of it sits into one line and you're like, this is it. And it feels, it's the most incredible feeling. I never felt that in law because it had never hit my human needs or even my value system. Top two values are contribution and growth. And so that was it. I knew it was time. I had to go to work, obviously, on, I had no idea how to start a business, like no idea at all. No one in my family had been an entrepreneur at this point. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I've got a massive skill gap here. And again, it was the safety and the security. And this time was a really lonely time. I felt like a lot of the friendships I had had to evolve. I felt an identity crisis within myself of who, who was I without being a lawyer. That had been so many years of my life wrapped up in that. I actually stopped drinking alcohol. Again, I can do more podcasts on anything that you're listening to and you're like, oh, I'm interested in that. Just drop me a message and I'm happy to dive deeper into that because each of these pillars you know, deserve their own transformation and their own fully created of what that really took. So when I stopped drinking alcohol, again, most of my university life and working life had revolved around alcohol, a lot of our culture. Um, but in order for me to ascend into my next level of my life, I needed all the energy. And there were just parts of me that were no longer felt aligned and they were cracking off piece by piece as the truth of me emerged. And that was lonely. I think that was possibly 
one of the loneliest times, apart from the depths of my eating disorder, that was one of the loneliest times in my life as I really recreated who I was. And I kind of had these online communities and these seminars that I go to, and there were places and people who believed in me. And that's why I believe like my coaches were the most important part of my transition. I could have never, ever transitioned without them because they were the people who held my hand at 4am when I woke up terrified. And they were the ones who backed me all the way when everyone else in my workplace or my family even you know, my family were amazingly supportive, but you know, everyone around you is scared when you're making those transitions. They don't know if it's going to work and they just love you and want to protect you. And that's what was happening is so many people were like, oh gosh, do you really think you're ready? And all of this. And of course they were only protecting me, but it was critical that I had environment or at least a few people who were just backing me wholeheartedly. And in fact, I was borrowing their belief. That's a term I now have in coaching is like, they were so certain that I could do this. They didn't have any, you know, their certainty was drowning out my doubt. They didn't have any doubt that I could make this happen. And it was totally possible. But from my current reality, from my programming conditioning, from my environment, that was like absurd. And so it was beautiful to have these people impartial and external to that, that supported me. And that's why I believe in coaching so much. I've had you know, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaches since. And I fully believe it's like the access to our potential because it constantly reminds you who you really are and what's possible when you're doubting and questioning. And so, yeah, from there, it's been over four years since I made that transition. And in that time, I've learned so much, uh, particularly around business and all the skills that I didn't have. I've met such values aligned people. I've met the love of my life, someone who truly understands this work and is committed to something greater. I've fully healed my relationship with my body and food in a way that it's more expansive and joyful and pleasurable than I ever thought it would be. And our business, in terms of our impact, we've built multiple programs, our High Performing Women's Program, the Ascension Program, Business Accelerators, events, seminars run across New Zealand, Aotearoa, we have just created so many amazing offerings that have activated thousands of people's potential unique gifts and given them skills to awaken and live their, their biggest and best life. And our community is now uh, a phenomenal micro economy organism of just collaborations and potential and a place to experiment and be held and seen and trusted in who you really are you know and the safe kind of place for people to play and discover and then go back out to the world like me right go back out to the world and try that on and see how that goes and it's just the most phenomenal community the most rewarding work and I have really developed and learned how to lead teams and you know our company again I can do another podcast on the growth of the business but over the four years you know we went from my first year I replaced my salary as a lawyer that was like critical to me to be able to do and then we doubled again and then we doubled again and you know now we're a multiple six-figure company on our way to seven figures and the cool thing about that obviously it's like hitting all upper limits of financials again we'll do more podcasts on this <laughs> there'll be more podcasts but it was it's the impact of that mahi it's the impact of what's created through that income right because ours is directly correlated and so over my four years all we've done is focus on how do we add more value how do we add more value and again there's been so many challenges so many things I could have done sooner better but it's all about that lesson of discovering who you are and discovering what's possible and letting go of limitations and fear and so that 
is a little bit about my journey and what had me be here today in this moment speaking to you as an expanded version of myself and my work's never over. One of our untapped values is, you know, student first and foremost, like I am committed to this work. I will forever be a student of this work. I think who we thought we were is so limited beyond what's possible. And I love discovering and testing the limits of what's possible for with my clients and with myself. And so uh, as we evolve on this podcast journey together, you know, I'm going to be giving you lessons and learnings of where I've been because I love to save people time and energy. And that's why I believe in working with coaches is they just kind of accelerate what could have taken 10 years into one year and help all other things become possible. And, you know, I'll also be interviewing some special people in my life. And as I'm processing, not in the middle of things, but as I'm moving and evolving through things, like I said, we always are. I'll be doing some podcast episodes on those too because I think there's so much magic as we all learn to get it and just exchanging that wisdom. So if you loved this episode, there was particular things I spoke to. Like I said, there's lots planned, but I also want to create what you want. So if there was something I spoke into that you want me to go deeper into, or you're like, wow, that, like, how do we expand? How do I get an access to that? Drop me a direct message on Instagram at untapped with Bryony, link in the show notes and let me know what you want to hear and what you uh, want an access to because that's what I'm here for and I want this podcast to be everything you want to right um, and I only know if you let me know so other than that we will be going into leadership purpose how to truly manifest the life we want to create financial abundance and wealth creation strategies relationships calling in your one or bring in the beautiful Delaney business lessons and learnings things I would have done differently earlier better and things I'm still learning and I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. It's so, actually so awesome to be here in this moment. Sometimes it's funny when you get to these things and you think, why didn't I do this earlier? But it's been awesome to be with you today and I cannot wait to connect with you in the upcoming episode. So we'll speak to you soon.